to Fine Beats and Cheeses, the podcast that is one day going to have a heck of a reunion show. <laughs> yes. Uh, my name is Leslie Gray Streeter. I am a columnist for the Baltimore Banner. I'm an author. I'm a lover of terrible dating shows. And which is why we, we will tell you later what this is. Um, Lynn, who are you? I'm Lynn Streeter Childress. I make theater for young audiences. And I actually would love to live in one of those pods on the show that we are talking about because the couches look comfortable. I really want one. So today our guest is amazing. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you why I'm biased because I've known this guest for a very long time. And uh, guest, can you introduce yourself? Oh, okay. So hi, everybody. I'm Billy. So excited to be here with Leslie and Lynn. Um, I am Coley Aziza. I am a creative. I, I sing. I'm, I'm a vocalist. I like to call myself a, a song stylist. Um, so um, I, mean, I do write songs, but I also like to take songs, covers, and kind of make them my own. Um, I am consider myself like jazz soul, but I've been kind of leaning towards more jazz lately. I like to collaborate with others. So I have my own group, but I also work with a deep water jazz group um, that's out of Baltimore. And I collaborate with other artists and I work with Liberated Muse um, Arts Collective, which is a women's um, group. Um, and we do a lot of things, poetry, theater, but we really try to focus on uh, sending positive messages out there um, that will empower women, specifically um, all women, um, but Black women. And we do a lot of theater that is directed towards um, activism. So mm -hmm. we um, highlight our artists who folks might not have realized that they were actually activists um, and they use their art as activism. Um, I am a children's book author and um, an actress as well. And I met Lynn actually doing children's theater. I was an educator in Prince George's County for um, 30 plus years and recently am not doing that anymore, but I still am, um, consider myself an educator and will always um, advocate and work with young people and their families. Fantastic. So and can you, she, and she's amazing. And we actually lived together um, as roomies in yeah. Greenbelt, Maryland in the yeah. early 2000s. <laughs> and, um, we, I was telling somebody this story. This is when people still had landlines and um, Coley and I would be up a lot for the same uh, shows. <laughs> and we would, if one of our phones, sometimes one of our phones would ring and it was an audition. And then we were waiting for the other one's phone to ring. You'd be like, if everyone's phone rang, we were like, hooray. But then if the other one's phone didn't ring, we were like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So Coley, tell us what we're talking about today. We are talking about one of my favorite, what <laughs> guilty pleasures that maybe I should, it's okay. A lot of people watch this show. There's some things I wouldn't tell people. Like people are like, Shh, we'll tell people you watch that show. <laughs> but this is Love is Blind. So we're talking about that, which is a, a dating show and um, where folks do not get to see each other before they, well, while during the dating process, they're, they are in what Lynn called pods and um, the pods are beautifully set up with beautiful and um, there's a wall between them and they talk about, they just go 
and it's like speed dating. They always say that it's like speed dating. I don't know how long the process is. It's not long. Mm -hmm. And while they're in there, they decide who they want to ask to marry them, which is crazy, but they do. And um, then they go on a journey. They come out of the pods, they meet each other, and they go on the journey with each other. And eventually they decide if they will actually get married and prove that love is bond. What? Thank you for writing that treatment. I'm sure the people are like, <laughs> let me write this down. Explain exactly. it this way. Um, Netflix, one, pe Netflix people pay Colisa money pay for her. just writing your new thing. Exactly. One of the things I love about the show is that so much of it is like, oh, it's this esoteric thing and is love blind. But then it's like this season, literally the minute one couple meets, you know that she doesn't find him attractive and she spends the rest of the thing going, ew, he's touching me. Why is he touching me? Mm -hmm. So is love blind? No, it's not. also she was nah. But um, this whole idea that the first couple weeks is so cerebral and you're talking to them and you're talking about your hopes and dreams and who died in your family and you feel so wonderful. And then you see them. Um, it's like Lynn and I've always talked about like on the voice where it's like the blind auditions, but you actually have to not blind audition to get to that point. That's right. So somebody at some point has seen you and know what you look like. So it's not mm -hmm. as, um, as, as, you know, spiritual as, as would seem, but what, what drew you to the show? Like, do you watch other reality shows or other dating shows? I do. I got away from um, some of the reality shows that I used to watch because they just got too ratchet because I don't like to see women <laughs> yeah. put each other down. I don't like to see violence. I mean, I really don't like to see that, especially, I mean, I guess I can watch that if I know that it's make-believe, if I know that they're acting. Um, but if I'm actually watching people fight like that's not cool to me you know that's not cool there's too much going on in the world for that mm. so i stopped watching a lot of those reality shows yeah. and um i was like love you know something about love you know i don't think i've watched like there's other things like 90 day fiance i don't watch right. i don't watch not because there's any, i just haven't but something's about that actually the title love is blind and i was like is love really blind i, I kind of like the concept of it and the thing one of the things though I don't like is they obviously the folks most of the folks are good looking people. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you are you are giving people like if somebody's just not attracted to someone, they're just not attracted, but no one really is looks, you Bad. know, what and I don't <laughs> call people I don't use the word ugly unless somebody is really ugly on the inside. I don't yes. don't use that word. So if anybody has ever said <laughs> that Coley called you ugly that is not correct <laughs> because I do not do that unless a person is um just not a night not, not a person Inside. Yeah. so I don't want to say that but the, the but all of the people are attractive mm. they are they're attractive people they're in good shape they're yeah. in you know you can <laughs> tell that they work out they so that I kind of don't like about it because they're not really giving a chance they're not giving people a chance to really kind of you know, prove that love is blind. Um, there, the, height, the heights are, you know. Yeah, there's no size diversity. And there was one woman that I spoke of earlier who was just like, ooh, cooties to her fiance. Also insisted on wearing the smallest, if she could find a smaller suit, <laughs> she would wear it. Lynn, have you seen this season? The most no. recent season? There's a woman named Irina 
who was just stank. She was one of two mean girls. And so she was like, she met her fiance. She's like, eh, whatever. And then she's like, I want to wait till marriage. Uh, I feel weird with you touching me. I'm going to put eight pillows <laughs> between us in bed. But every time she would leave the house, when you they first meet everyone and go, oh, that's what that person looks like. That's what that person looks like. She's wearing this suit. We're like, and I got, I'm in the, you know, mid alphabet uh, cup wise, but um, she wore like a strip. Yeah. All of her. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, she didn't understand what size. I don't know. It was terrible. Also, she was a terrible person. Um, but yes, there should be more size diversity. There was one woman who was a flight attendant who I liked, who nobody picked, who was very tall. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I remember I, her? She was I blonde. Think- she was curvy. Oh. She'd been married twice. Is that, didn't one of the guys like her, but then they, but they didn't choose her. They, they chose didn't choose somebody her, else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They did like her. And yeah. I liked her once again. She's very fit. But she's also, she's very curvy, very tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, this would be my third marriage. It's like, okay. Um, so maybe there were other issues in that. Um, I like the show also because all that happens and then they see each other. And then there was the reality show part where then they, they're all in Mexico. They're in this like cocoon of just the two of them for a couple of days. And then they have a party. And then you start to go, I'm not really into my quote unquote fiance, but hey you over there <laughs> you're kind of cute and literally lynn this this season there was this woman oh there were two of them one was Irina, who was not into her fiance mm-hmm. who was talking her her home girl who was other mean girl was flirting with her fiance it was like so what's terrible up, bruh? and then there was this other woman who had decided not to this guy had said very early i think i'm into you you want to just be with the two of us she's like nope so he finds some other lady he's in love with her they're still married but she's all like oh did i make a mistake and she's like doing the drinking and touching oh my knee my hand is on your knee is that okay it's gonna be on your knee some more whatever and his fiance is like what yeah it was terrible. So the drama and the aforementioned uh, reunion show where Nick and Vanessa Lachey do a bad job, a very <laughs> bad job. <laughs> so that you only- can't see it, but Coley is giving the thumbs down <laughs> and shaking her head vigorously the- with mention of the Lachey's. What's so funny is, Coley, we literally minutes ago had talked to a friend for an upcoming episode about game shows. And one of the things he said is that your host can make or break a show so explain why the Lachey's are not doing it for you so Nick seems to, oh, okay so I, t- I actually like that's one of the other reasons why I think I liked Love is Blind why I wanted to watch it because I've always liked Nick Lachey because I just yes. think he was very patient with Jessica Simpson <laughs> <laughs> when they were married on their show I think he was very patient with her when she would when she just wouldn't help back <laughs> And, and so I was and like, that's oh, around the time we lived together, I think. Yes. When that show that was on. We watched that together. We did. And I like the way he moved he, um, his brother. Didn't his brother come and they moved the furniture? Meanwhile, they're in a, <laughs> a, a boy group. They could hire some, some movers. <laughs> and he did it. And so I was like, okay, I have a whole new respect for him. So I actually like him. Now, his wife, I, I, I guess in the other reunions, she was, I didn't really pay attention to how. Um, unfair maybe she wasn't but in this one she Uh, was very unfair and she was just going in on the guys 
um, and kind of letting the ladies off. And I just don't think, I think fair is fair. If somebody did something that was inappropriate or rude, I don't care. I'm not just going to side with the, with the ladies. I mean, of course I want to side with the ladies, but if you were rude and, and then it's not, then don't do that. So the thing that there was several things that she did was she kept asking the women about babies. Ugh. Meanwhile, these people have only been together for a year. They met through this crazy experiment and that's just inappropriate. What if someone is not able to have a child? Yeah. So people were really upset about that. So that was I wrote point. about it. I wrote about it in the Baltimore what? Banner. I was like, stop. And I talked to people who were like, it is never appropriate. You don't know if I'm having fertility issues or what my deal is. And it's not your business. A hundred percent, not your business. Well, don't you also think too, that sometimes they come off like the people who um didn't do their homework and then have yes. to talk about stuff at the last minute and so they're yeah. like oh 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 and so they kind of let's like jump on a thing and then just sort of or they know they did one section of the homework they would do one section of the reading and that's all they're going to talk that's about. all they're going to talk about <laughs> yes um i also i i guess it was the second season reunion where there was a guy whose name was like stars or something like that who it's basically said none of these people are attractive it's their <laughs> fault the guy, the guy the indian guy yes. yes and then he and he says the only person i would have dated was vanessa and you saw nick kind of like sit up straight it's like oh because we used to live in Cincinnati. we actually did not know nick lachey but we saw him when he was in the barbershop quartet at king's island when we worked under the uh, eiffel tower thing selling beer and pretzels dressed like the saint Pauli girl and cool <laughs> it's a whole other story but 92 um, 1992, 1992 y'all but he cincinnati at least at that time is very working class very mm -hmm. you know work ethic that kind of thing and it's very midwestern dude so when that guy was like so i really wanted to hit on your wife and nick was like i thought he was gonna get up and she put his hand her hand on his leg like no no baby we ain't gonna good, this good. we're not gonna blow this bag y'all we got this bag we don't do nothing on this show but show up and ruin people's lives we don't have no nothing to do so I need you. We don't know how long as NCIS Hawaii money is gonna go. Y'all right. need to stop. Um, she's so very, she's very good on NCIS Hawaii. She is. She's a star. I was shocked. I, I don't think I, I did not notice her being this. I don't know what's going on. She just had a really bad. She did not come off well in this last not at all episode. Mm. Otherwise, I never really had a problem with her. But she didn't even really let Nick, or maybe Nick was just quiet. Nick didn't really talk. People <laughs> didn't have a problem. I'm telling you, there was an uproar. There was a social media uproar, but Nick didn't really say much. They weren't on Nick. It was, she wouldn't stop talking. She was saying, she was siding with people who she shouldn't have been siding with. She gave this young lady who treated this young man terribly. She, yes. they let him, now that's not her fault. But they let her have a completely different, she didn't come to the reunion. She did a, a separate interview yes. with that's not her fault. That's production's fault. But still, she gave her a pass. She didn't ask her a lot of questions that she should no. have asked her. I mean, I was in chats on Facebook about this. That's how, I mean, I really got into it. it was quite, I, I was haven't, like, oh. Go ahead, I haven't finished the reunion, but it's Jackie, right? It was Jackie. Jackie. Mm -hmm. And she was this beautiful woman, Lynn, who, as I read today, I was reading up on social media and people were like, she needed therapy, not a reality show. I mean, yeah. She has so many issues that were never going to be solved by marrying somebody. Yeah. It was never going to work. And this guy was so patient with her. He was so patient with her. She would be like, ah. and he'd be like, what? She's like, I don't know. And he'd be like, can I help you? He's like, it's just, 
it was so tedious and i felt him slowly dying inside like when they were in mexico and he's trying so hard because that's the other thing we all know having dated all lynn and her husband who's amazing met online and i have met people online i'm sure that you have as well coley but that That didn't work well for me but no you just don't know until (laughs) you see them then you go oh so think of that if you were dating somebody for like a week intensely, like all day, your job for like a week and a half was to date this person and you're invested, right? You can't talk to nobody, your air, the sky, the walls, it's all this experience. And then you really want to believe that you're in love with them because you've committed right. to this. And then you spend the night with them in Mexico on basically a Nick Lachey sponsored vacation. And then you go, are they terrible? Mm-hmm. Is it is it me or is this or is this person terrible? I mean, I like the fact that the guy that was with Arena was like, "You're not into this. You're not into this, and I'm not going to waste my time on this." So, just admit you're not. And they did pretty well. Like they're brushing their teeth. Although my son was watching him, he was. I don't know if you know that scene where they decide to break up, and she's like, "Maybe you like the other girl that you dumped for me," and she he's brushing his teeth, and Brooks goes why is he brushing his teeth that way? Because he's clearly trying to brush his teeth as a pantomime while he's talking to her, but he's not really brushing his teeth. And Brooks is going to the dentist next week. It's like, that's terrible. He's supposed <laughs> to get any plaques that way. Look at his big brush. I'm like, and I, the, yes, I watched Love is Blind with my child. So I'm I'm a bad mother. Um, <laughs> so do you think that you said that you didn't do, you didn't love online dating? Coley, do you think that you would like to be on a show like that? Yeah, I actually would. I mean, if I was single, I would do it. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is, I just think it's important to be, and I don't know what happens, you know, because there's the whole production aspect of it. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. there's, there's that piece that they 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 come in and they do things that, we, you know, we're not even sure of what's really happening and what's not. The, Never. The, the, thing, the thing that um, we are sure of, well, that we can be sure of is when we see people that do get married and do stay together. And there are couples on this there show that are. have done that. So that that I do appreciate. But um, yeah, all the editing and all, you know, I don't, that that kind of stuff scares me, but I would do it. Yeah, I, w- I would do it. It's, it's interesting. I would just want to try to be as honest as possible. Yes. So I appreciated Ar- Irina in that she was, she just really couldn't move forward no. with the young man i don't remember his name but she just should have been kinder about it she was really unkind towards him she's very unkind she's like flirt with everybody in front of him. it's like anybody yeah. but this guy it's like right um there was a story that somebody sent me on twitter today that some of the people through the different seasons have had some really specific allegations about the producers oh yeah about, i didn't see that yeah that they don't feed them what? They, they encourage well we know like the bachelor right? they encourage you to drink they encourage you to drink they yeah. said literally you'd walk into the, the kitchen and there'd be like, somebody said there'd be like one boiled egg <laughs> and everybody <laughs> is fighting <laughs> for that boiled egg right so, and that literally you would say i'm leaving they would say we're gonna fine you fifty thousand dollars <laughs> if you leave early and so there were people worried about their mental health they're worried about like you're literally the only people you see are these people who are all fighting to date the people you're trying to date but at least on the bachelorette you get to go outside (laughs) you know right so it gets really ugly that piece of it so that would make me think but if i was younger i would if i was younger and you know i would and i wanted to maybe i mean 
definitely if I was single and if I was, if I had a brand, I, I, I'm going to be honest, if I had something that I was trying, I want people to know, what, you know, and I want to push the brand a little bit. I mean, mm. I, I would, but it wouldn't just be to push the brand. It would right. be, okay, I'm going to go on here. I am single. Let's see if I can meet somebody. And it would be great to get some airtime, which is what a lot of people, <laughs> I don't think those, the love is blind people don't seem like they do that. But I know other reality shows. Oh, definitely. yeah. Well, it's a conversation that we had uh, a couple weeks ago. We talked to a guy about the show Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about, you know, so the housewives, because the woman who was the lead on Vanderpump Rules, Lisa Vanderpump, was on Real Housewives. But about how most of those people went on that show to push their restaurants, mm-hmm. their books, their um alcohol you know their yeah. lines of cocktails and that's why they were there mm-hmm. and, so and i don't sense. think there's anything wrong with it. it's like the bachelorette there was a season the bachelor's season last season of the bachelor where there was a woman who was basically kicked off in part because she was a brand marketer like that's mm-hmm. what she did for a living so they and it wasn't really fair because they knew what she did but the other girls off camera would come to her and say what's the best way to get on camera? What's the best way to market? Oh. So she's giving them tips like, you're trying to make this, whatever. It's like, you know what you, and also you know that half these people are influencers and that's why they're on the show. The difference between Love is Blind and The Bachelor or The Bachelorette is that, of course, you don't see the people. People come on, they go, oh, Charity, that's the uh, current young lady who looks like she's um, a black Barbie doll, literally looks like a black Barbie doll. They go, oh, a charity, it's you. I knew that you were going to be mm-hmm. on here. So I knew that whatever. Or they have a couple of times they've cheated, basically, where they'll have somebody who didn't find love in the last season. And they'll say, he just happened to call out of the blue and say he wanted to be Melissa or whatever. And so they come <laughs> up and the other guys are like, what? And then a couple of times, those are the people that have actually won the show, which is so dumb. But um. Are, how do you feel, both of you, uh, Coley, obviously, loving the show, Lynn, having seen a little bit of it, how do you feel the show does in terms of of race? Because there were people who were mad, like the third season, they were saying, well, there's a woman, Lauren, who was in one of the most successful matches from the first season, who's Black, her husband is white, they've done really well, they were like the, the couple, and she said, that she felt like, you know, they come in and you see there's like a black girl walking by, but they don't focus on the, her because she didn't, ostensibly because she didn't find a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Lauren was like, you're not showing us the black girls. And they're like, oh, that didn't work out for them. I'm so sorry. But I noticed there were much more black men, at least this season, it seemed to me. Um, how do you think it does on that? I think they could do more. I think, I mean, I would like to see more. That's why everyone loved the couple that, that um, they're still together. Um, yep. What's, what are their names? Is it's. Um, oh, the current season. Yes. Brett and yes. whatever her name was. They were so cute. That's why I love them because it was great to see them together. And then they're, they love, you know, whether they last or not, they definitely like each other. They yes. definitely respect one another. So to see that, a black woman and a black man together and they respect one another was just really, you know, just because we get that narrative where we're fighting and, yep. you know, acting out and stuff. So, so it was great to see that couple. So I'd like to see more of that. Um, I don't mind seeing, um, 
uh, interracial couple. I no. mean, if it works and they're respectful, of one, you know, they, as long as they're kind. To me, these days, it's all about kindness and compatibility, you know. So, you know, I'm okay um, with that. So, like, Kwame and his, um, yes. and they're still together. I was um, shocked, honestly, because Kwame seemed... He is a former professional athlete. He'd been a soccer player in Europe and then came back an injury and came back. So he's used to people, you know, being very smitten with him and that he was all into that one woman who wasn't into him until she realized that she liked him better than her fiance, which was terrible. Mm -hmm. And that his fiance was like, listen, my man, not yours. Back up. I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. all of it because at one point uh, Irina and that other young lady who were so terrible when they were like kind of like well what do you think of well he's talking to whoever and they're like whatever and they're rolling their eyes mm -hmm. and then you're after her man it was like who you rejected Micah is her name yeah yeah and Micah's yeah. the terrible girl the mean yeah. girl was with, with Irina um I would I noticed that there would be like moments where one of the main women would be talking to a person I did not recognize and i was like who's that girl who's that there was like two asian girls and they never showed them and there were two um they'll do like quick cuts where they're basically saying here's a guy we're following and here's like five girls he spoke to and he obviously they asked him weird questions or vice versa and those people got off and you'd see them so they're still there i guess they're just mm -hmm. not there right um, right i just and i don't I think that Go I'm ahead. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. They, 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 I think they said that they, they do, they don't follow everyone. So they, I guess they choose who they follow, but there are some people that do connect, but they don't follow them. They don't, they don't get the mm -hmm. camera time. Maybe they don't find them as interesting or, you know, but I think that's what they said. Well, but I definitely would like to see as many, uh, as much diversity as possible, as many of us as possible, mm -hmm. you know, having a chance to find love, you know, um, as someone who doesn't who hasn't really watched a lot of the show just watching the first from the first episode I was actually surprised by the amount of uh black women because you're used to being like the black girl and the there were many guy. more in the first season right because I was like oh there's oh this will be the black girl oh there's another one oh there's another one oh there oh there there are several and I well, and I, there was I some, like that. I like that. There was I don't ugly, think they followed them. I don't think they they, they didn't get any camera time. Well, they mm. followed Lauren. They followed the woman who married the guy who turned out to be oh, gay. That was terrible. Um, and they had the and not that he, it was terrible the way it all went down. Yes, yeah. that he was. They had this big fight in Mexico mm -hmm. at the pool, and it was like, are we on Love Is Blind? Are we on Housewives? Are we on Vanderpump Rules? Are we on? But it was are we on Hip Hop? Love and Hip Hop. It was also terrible. Mm -hmm. Um. But there was also the first season, there was the reunion, but then there was like a reunion reunion. Did you see that one where they, they basically came back that they were like having a cocktail party at a bar or whatever. And there was the one, I forgetting people's names. There was like, this guy who was white guy was blonde, who was not as good looking as he thought he was. And he and his... I guess he and one girl had broken up and he brought somebody from a different reality show as his date. And she was like, you didn't tell me so-and-so was going to be, it was just so tacky and messy. And just like the producers were like, how much can we extend this? I mean, they haven't done that since they haven't okay. followed it through since then, but it was just like, if they don't renew this, 
many more uh you know blots drops of blood can we get from this turnip here um but you, I, I go ahead lynn no i was gonna say do you feel like because you talked about Coley not liking some of the ones that are more ratchet than than this one do you feel though that there's like a fine line between what passes or qualifies for not ratchet and what is ratchet in these shows like you talked about production right it's sort of like you get a nice story but you know sometimes production just wants yeah just wants the juice do you feel like there's a fine line between Mm. i don't i i I think love is blind is a lot better than because i watch another show that is actually i don't know (laughs) if they're going to keep i don't know if they're going to keep renewing i've watched it get progressively worse oh. so love is blind i can honestly say i don't feel like it's gone downhill good it's actually gotten better um and hopefully they've gotten better with the, with the food situation because the people that were complaining about like them not feeding them that was like in the beginning um hopefully they've gotten better with that and um but i've watched this other show it's on a different channel um but I've watched it get progressively worse um, with the with the edits, how they make people look, how they um, stir things up, how they probably don't feed people either. Again, applying the alcohol. Um, I've just watched it get really, really bad. And even the people who used who like the former contestants or the former um, folks that were in it are saying they don't know how much longer it's going to last. Mm. So. I- I think Love is Blind has been pretty good on that end. Um, even though they had a thing where um, this was the season before where a young lady, do you remember Leslie? She, she, she was a, she was a, um, she worked, I think um, for the airlines as well. Um, beautiful okay. young lady. She's, I think half um, Europe. I think her dad might be European and her mom is from the Middle East or it might be the other mm, way around. Her okay. parents died and she accused the guy of being like a narcissist and oh. all of this stuff. You remember? And she was saying he would he would um, weight shame her. Yes, yes, I do. I do. And Cole, Cole is the guy's name, but I don't remember Cole, her name. Cole, yes. And Cole, and, not, and Cole could be kind of immature and silly, but I don't know if Cole really did that to her. And so they filmed it. Netflix filmed the conversation where she was saying that he did that to her. And so that I guess yeah. the audience could make up their own minds. Right. And it didn't really look like he did. What do you, what oh, did you think? Zanab. Yes, yes. Yes, Zanab. I remember that. Yeah, it was. This is a story while Cole said Zanab lied about him on After the Altar, which was a reunion anything um i i think sometimes we're in this generation and we are not in the generation but the generation on the show are people whose entire plan is to be famous doesn't matter why mm-hmm. or what you're doing to be famous it's the goal is fame the goal is or notoriety whichever works for you whichever you know comes first or whichever seems to get more clicks and more sponsorships or whatever so I don't know if she was having some sort of meltdown or if she just thought the way to get more screen time is to have drama or the way certainly at something like the after the um, altar thing um, is to 
keep up your notoriety because then they'll they'll keep writing about you they'll keep focusing on you um she was drama that was one of the shows i have co-workers who watched that show, who watched the third season i watched the beginning of it. i didn't mm-hmm. finish it but then i wa- i did watch the reunion because all i heard about was this young lady all i heard about was her what's the word in i don't say instability her unpredictability in terms of what she was going to do or say and i was interested too because she is i saw her name and knew that she was a non-completely white person so i'm always interested editing wise in how those of us who are not white are edited or portrayed or cast in shows do we get a villain edit i think she deserved i think she deserved what she got Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know she was i just thought she was really and you know i wanted to be on her side because she because of that because i considered her a woman of color so i wanted her to be on her side and because cole could kind of be immature and silly and because he when he saw he was another one he saw the other woman that he liked he was kind of like oh wait she's my she's my type she's Mm -hmm. the you know and he said that to her and i think that once he said that to her then she just went in on him. And she, right. I think that's her personality that she was like, once you hurt her, she's not going to really forgive. And all of that no. played out. And it was, I, I appreciated Netflix at least showing you the clip of what was she was saying he did so that you, so that the viewers themselves could make up their mind. Did he really right. do that to her or did he not? Because she was saying that he did it. And I didn't, it, it was a thing where they would, she was eating a little tangerine. Yes, yes, yes. And she was saying, he fat shamed me. He was telling me not to eat the tangerine because I'm so big. And that, and this is what I, I think she actually, I don't think, I don't think she thought she was lying. I think that's what she heard, Yeah, which was her stuff. And it, so that's it is her stuff. Those are interesting too, because if you think, you know, if you're into psychology and like the way, yeah. then you get to see this. And, and all he said to her was like, wow, you're, you're eating the, um, if you wanted something to eat, how come you didn't eat what we had? We had leftovers. You should have eaten that from the day before. I mean, eat what you want, but there was food there. Right. She was, no, I don't want that. I just want the tangerine. And, and then he said, okay, well just, we're getting ready to go out and have a really big meal. And so, you know, don't ruin your appetite. That's basically what he was. That's not fat shaming. He's kind of dramatic though. He was like, we're getting ready to have a really big really big like really right <laughs> and so i can see why she would be like what is he saying by doing this really big and he is silly and immature and probably maybe said things to her off screen that maybe mm. made her feel that way but in that particular instance she took it and ran and it you're right it is your own head stuff which leads me back to a conversation that we were having earlier about any of these shows survivor big brother whatever you were isolated where you are being followed and it doesn't take long we know this from experiments about human behavior that if you are isolated in a way where the people in your pod or your camp or your whatever in your big brother house become your only Mm -hmm. people you begin to block out not only the reality that is outside but maybe the the idea of the other people that you would deal with and so your universe becomes under this dome 
of yeah. of this thing and i think that that's to me one of the reasons that the show is so interesting because if you spent hours talking to anyone that you connected to you might convince yourself that you were in love with them mm-hmm. or you might convince yourself oh i'm not initially attracted to him or her but um i might give it a shot because whatever because the the environment is so isolated that it becomes that's the only thing that exists. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I I liken these things a lot to an experience that Colette and I, Colette, Coley and I had together where mm-hmm. we met is that we toured the country for about six months in a van mm-hmm. going across the United States and Canada uh, doing a theater for young audiences show. And literally you are bringing your environment with you mm-hmm. everywhere you go the people in your cast, you're literally in a van with them sometime for 10 hours, depending on whatever you were driving. That was your entertainment. This was pre-cell phones, right? Um, This was who you were. Some people had cell phones, but they were very shoddy. And that this is who you were with. And it it is this hyper awareness where you sometimes become very, very close to people because Mm -hmm. that's who you have to choose from. And some of them stick, like Coley and another friend who was the other woman in the cast that we were, who I'm still very good friends with. And some people you never talk to again, like you're close because of proximity, but is it, would you really be friends with these folks if you weren't in a van or in a pod or, you know, whatever it is? Yeah. Well, that that's yeah. why it's fascinating. Oh, oh, sorry. And also Jefferson Russell, who will yes. probably never listen to this, but another dear friend of ours who we toured with. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. I mean, once again, I think that there are people that I met like on trips or camps or whatever. I thought we were going to keep in touch and we didn't. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that I've kept in touch with that's like, and I, I think a lot of that also, some things happened during the lockdown period of the pandemic which we're still in um Mm -hmm. not the lockdown but the pandemic Mm -hmm. please wear masks um where a little political statement um where (laughs) you would talk to people because you're both up at three o'clock in the morning you know and sometimes those relationships stayed um pretty solid and sometimes like well that's just what i needed at that particular time but when you get television production and you're away for weeks you've quit your job or you bring on these reality shows you've quit your job or paused your job or whatever it is or you didn't have a job you're hoping to get a job whatever it is and you've got this commitment you really want this to work and i believe that people want it to work because of the the love part of it also there's the cynicism about well at least can i be the bad girl and get on there there was a woman we're not talking about the bachelorette but there was a woman who was on the bachelor named demi Jimmy, who was like the bad girl and then she goes on bachelor in paradise and announced that she had been dating a woman in the off season and then the because producers are terrible people um brought in that woman oh wow. no one no one ever had been allowed to and here's my girlfriend from home and so they got they broke they got engaged and then broke up very quickly because the fiance was a real person and was like, I don't know why this is happening. I just thought this would be nice with my girl, whatever. <laughs> it was so crazy. But she comes back a third year and they bring her in as the 
hey, it's Demi. It's she's the spoiler, and every nobody was interested because they'd seen her act. They all <laughs> hang out. They know what it is, and also people are interested. And she got really upset. Also, she has she's spectrumy. She she's some Aspergersy mm-hmm. thing. So she doesn't mm-hmm. always her thing is I'm gonna be a you know wrecking ball and then figure it all out later. Yeah. So she was very upset because she came in and. Third time was like, wah, 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 wah. Um, and nobody was into it because the in the pod, as you will, and the out of the pod had interacted that people knew who she was now and they were not interested in yeah. her whatever. And also because she came in going, acting like she was still the girl trapped in the thing. And they're like, no girl, we have seen you, honey. You're terrible. Um <laughs> Oh, terrible. I mean, I'm sure she's she's probably a nice person. We don't mm-hmm. know who these people are. You know, right. they, they come in, you know, playing a game like, you know, Lynn and I've watched enough reality TV together to know that person comes in and go, I'm going to be the vamp. I'm mm-hmm. going to be the bad guy. Uh, my least favorite survivor player ever. Russell Hance was like, same thing. I'm going to come and be this, you know, life ruiner, Tasmanian devil, and it worked the first time. And after people got to get to know who he was, they're like, we will never give you money ever. Mm-hmm. You, you personally, we hate. And it's never going to happen. So with Love is Blind, it's funny because none of these people know who they are. They don't even see their faces. Right. And, and so there is, yes, there's some production to it, obviously. But to me, if there's any purity about any of these things, or at least for a while, is some sense of we kept it going for a week or two weeks right or whatever right so i think last season i I can't remember now i've watched every season but there are are people on this show that have stayed together so that's good does say something um the other thing that i i wanted to before i forget is that we don't really know what they do so that's the piece about it that another thing that i do like they don't play that up no, they may put something there. You might see a little caption, but that's not what's played up what they do for a living. Mm. Um, was there ever a singer on here or actor? I don't even, I don't know. They like the, the, I know Kwame's, which I like because I could relate to her because I taught for so long. She's like a speech language pathologist. Yes. Pediatric um, speech language pathologist. Yeah. 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 And so you'll just see that the little cat, but they don't really talk about what they do that much. They're, it's really focused on the relationship. And then, then when they bring in the families. The that. biggest thing with the two of them was that this was based in Seattle, but he lived in Portland. Yeah. yeah. And so her father, the first time they met her, like, well, how's it going to work? And they're like, well, we're going to live one place for a while, see how it goes business-wise, see how that goes, and then whatever. And honestly, which is something that I think most couples do, which is like, let's give it a shot. If you get to the give it a shot part and see how that works. And if it doesn't, you know, I, I, think it's also a realistic thing is that it's focused in a city so it's not like with the bachelor where they go i'm an influencer i mean a preschool teacher uh from canada (laughs) and and the guy lives in milwaukee and they'll go i'll move to canada sure i'm gonna move to canada whatever and then it's like well how are you gonna make this work if nobody's willing to move because one person has a real job and one person is just trying to be on television yeah so i like it because at least they go let's at least try proximity wise to make to give this 
to pretend that we're trying to make them give it a shot, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. we're trying to make it realistic that they might work because it doesn't then go, oh, by the way, then you have to move to Milwaukee. You have to move to Canada. Yeah. And the, there was one couple that really, I, I felt really sad for them. Um, but he, so the thing, I don't like when they choose somebody and then choose somebody as the second. Yeah. So like if that person doesn't, so so Lynn, you don't watch the show. So if you ask someone to marry you, right? You know, through the and through the wall, and they say no, because I've chosen someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have other connections. So then you can ask someone else. That doesn't that doesn't work well. It hasn't Mm-mm. worked well. I don't think it's once that person doesn't go with that first connection and right. then they try to make it work, it doesn't go well. So there's a young lady from not this season, but the last season, I cannot remember her or the guy's name, but he chose someone else first mm. and then chose her. And they really tried to make it work. Um, but, you know, it didn't, it didn't go well. Well, it's, yeah. it's sort of like the, um, the reverse inverse, right. Of what happens on like the bachelor and the bachelorette when you are dating. Mm-hmm. 15 people right and -hmm. then you get to the last two and you're supposed to choose between which one of these two that you've been quote seriously dating unquote that you're going to spend the rest of your life with and it's this whole thing when and usually I think except for maybe in the first seasons right but a lot of times it seems that the one who doesn't get picked kind of knows that they're not going to get picked Mm -hmm. like they kind Mm -hmm. of feel that there's a vibe with the other person and sometimes they're like just go ahead and tell me you're picking kelly or like whatever <laughs> but but again right but again it's that whole idea because remember her name was trista right the very first year yes the woman who did she just knew she knew she was getting picked and she did not get picked and they're in the limo on her sobbing in the limo as she drives away from not getting engaged and to me that seems like sort of the inverse of sort of like how free can you be with your heart if you know that this person has a choice of starting with 12 whatever people how many ever people is in the house Leslie on 24. the bachelor 24 and then going down to picking between you and someone else like how comfortable can you be in your heart that it's like 50 50 Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. and lynn and i've talked about this too about when you start dating someone seriously enough to marry them to consider living with them to consider sharing any sort of financial information with them how comfortable (laughs) in real life would you ever be to say he could also up to a week before we get engaged the day before we get engaged he might pick somebody else the day we get engaged the day we get engaged it's still an open question so on the once again it's like with the families on love is blind like this season they'll go so hey this is a guy you've never met so we met and whatever and we're engaged and watching the parents trying to give it a good shot (laughs) and their heads going (laughs) you know at least on the bachelor you've gotten a light a chance to ruin someone's life your aunt so-and-so there's a woman (laughs) No, there was a woman in Katie who was from the Seattle area who I covered for the Seattle Times her season of The Bachelorette. And her aunt, I don't know what was up her butt, but she was hilarious. She did not like 
the guy that she knew Katie was going to date pick at all. She was like, why do we like you? I mean, literally, it was brutal. And so she wound up picking him. They wound up breaking up. But it's so funny, you know, this moment. I haven't seen a lot of the people on Love is Blind really be like, this is terrible, and you will rue the day, start ruining. But um, Oh, you haven't seen the dad? Did you see the dad of the, the, the guy? Now, now his second, well, I, don't I know haven't seen was. all of it. Okay, I haven't okay, seen so everything. You haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah, no, so I the, saw it to like the third, second episode after they come back, and then I saw the reunion. Okay, so Arena is that the the guy Irina. that yeah, Irina, yeah. the guy that she was with. Now yes. he he chose. I don't really know if that was his second choice. I mean, that was the other woman that he was he really liked. I don't know. We would have to have a conversation. And they're still married. Yes, and now that now that did work. That is working. But her father did not like him okay uh -uh. he was very i don't know if you saw that but i didn't dad, see it the dad was like i do not like you i do oh. not why are we even here what is <laughs> happening like the father was not feeling him and then the season before or it might have been the season before that there was a lady um the guy said no to her at the altar and that family almost she's um <laughs> And that family almost jumped him. You don't remember? <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember. That I'm was, sorry. I'm I was wrong. like, yeah, because it was real. They were like, oh no, because they weren't really feeling him. At, well, at least the brother wasn't really wasn't feeling, feeling him. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, so, Lynn, so this season, there's this young lady who is a beautiful, beautiful mixed race woman. She's yes. black, she's Moroccan, she's white, she's a lot of yeah, things. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. And so she had remembered that it was this guy's birthday. So she makes him cupcakes. I guess yeah. they were allowed to eat more than one egg that day. So she makes him <laughs> cupcakes. And this arena woman literally says to her, hey, listen, I, I didn't remember to get him nothing. So can I have one of the birthday candles? And she was like, no, no. So she comes in and she ruins the surprise. Well, yeah, um, what's her name? Made you some cupcakes. Whoops, I'm so sorry, whatever. Oh, I, ain't, I, I ain't even remember it was your birthday. My bad, whatever. So he gives her the cupcake. So then they're talking. I think the next, what well, it's edited to look like maybe it's the next day or whatever. And that's when right. he decides that he's going to break up with her the woman who made him the cupcakes and go with Irina, who you have to know is terrible. You have to know at this point that she's a terrible person. Um, but at that point, that young lady who he wound up calling, they they played it so well. They get back to um, to Seattle and he calls her. Of course, the cameras are there and he sets up and she would give him nothing. He's like, so maybe I'll see you again. She's like, maybe. Oh no, it's like, brother, you broke my heart on national television and with the girl who tried to steal my cupcake candle. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I, we're not, this is not what we're doing. Um, so yeah, I think that there's some moments that are very manufactured. I think that that was her really going. Also, at that point, she's been off the show, right? Because she didn't get picked. So the rest of them go to Mexico, do the little crazy reindeer games. She's been <laughs> off the show. So it's months later and yeah. she's had time to really absorb what happened you know what happened and the hurt and saying to her friends hey where'd you go nowhere what'd you do nothing who'd you meet shut up you know <laughs> and so she's in this moment and she's got this opportunity to really maybe get some revenge but she really did care about him but she let him dangle for mm -hmm. for a little bit so we'll see there's a girl a woman 
there's a guy on the bachelorette right now who's one of the final people whose uncle was like he's great i hope you met the real him that's like what does that mean he didn't explain any further so now this is like messing with her head it's like what yeah. does that mean family is terrible if i was ever on a reality show i'd never let anybody know ever now would you do love is blind leslie or Lance? I, I would not mostly um for um what's what i'm looking for mostly not for logistical purposes because i have a small child yeah and i would have to figure out what to do with him you know <laughs> for the time that i was on also i have a public persona right and i would not want to go and be made a fool of yeah on television i mean i think if it was a private experiment like done by johns hopkins or coppin state or something <laughs> i might do it but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But oh to my be, gosh, you are hilarious. <laughs> but to be on a television show, yeah. I would not necessarily do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I don't think I if I was single that I would do that. I don't know. I I the same kind of thing. I get very concerned about how I look in 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 public, and I would feel like you're letting them edit your stuff yeah and i'm not sure how i would <laughs> come off i think i would just come off so goofy on nisha well because they actually wouldn't have to edit much because i am a goofball <laughs> and i just don't yeah i just don't know i again i because we're all in been in productions right mm -hmm. and no production the three of us we know the thing that they probably have to sign about not having control of how they edit and what they do. And I just think I would be afraid of yeah. what they would do and that I would be like, you know, like I would say, you know, I love spaghetti and meatballs and they would cut out the spaghetti and meat and it would look like I said, I love balls or something, you know? I mean, like, I'm sorry. I feel like... <laughs> I think you know, I would do it when I was younger. Now, because I've watched so much and I've seen all the reunions and all the people talking, I've gone on YouTube and seen people talking. It's a whole lot of stuff that goes on. That's yeah. kind of like, almost like there's a, ooh, I guess this is a strong word, but there's a little evil, like kind of. Yeah, no, I believe it. I truly. Believe it. So, yeah, and so, but, um, and that's why it's my guilty pleasure because I feel like I shouldn't even be watching <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I shouldn't be watching this. But um <laughs> from the real, I'm just like, let me, even though it is while it's manufactured, I mean some of it is real, some of it is not. But I I'm happy for the people who have managed to meet each other yes. and make it work. And mm -hmm. even people, you know, on the sort of the greater greater reality show universe who have found that it works for them mm -hmm. and doesn't hurt them i mean half these people have publicists before they go on the show or they've got mm -hmm. like they're working with media people right. or whatever so like i said that's just once again why i would not go on the show because i am a media person and i know yeah. i write for the last 20 years i've written about the crazy that is reality show yeah. so to subject myself to that trying to get these dollars um yeah. try not to be shamed in the carpool line or whatever people are like girl did you see brooks's mother mm -mm, saw her on that yeah. show enjoy the pods did you um i, I can't <laughs> be doing that anyway as as we wrap this up mm -hmm. coley tell me 
after having this discussion, which was hilarious, <laughs> do you believe that Love is Blind is now cheesy? And if you do, do you care? Do I think it's cheesy? think is she i don't i i need to see new reunion hosts i definitely need to see new new reunion hosts i do not want to see nick and <laughs> vanessa next that day it was just not well maybe if nick maybe could do it with somebody else which mm -hmm. i don't think vanessa's gonna let no <laughs> so they need maybe people were um wanted um our the, the couple we were talking about lauren um, and that guy yes. yeah so definitely that but i don't think it's cheesy um and so what was the other part of the question? Oh, if said? it is, do you care? But you don't think it's cheesy, so. No, I don't think it's cheesy. I will watch next season. Fantastic. It well, hasn't gone down the drain for me like my other show that I do watch. That you that, won't mention. Um, I so, won't mention, but it's going down. <laughs> it's going down the drain fast. Yeah. So, Coley, where can people find you? Leslie's oh, uh, I know. I just love it because she's being so careful. As she just called it the other show that I watch. <laughs> And, and Leslie, me, my face is like, ooh, mm, twirling my mustache. What? <laughs> um, yeah, so interesting. Uh, so, so, Lynn, yeah, ask your question. So, Coley, where can you be found and where would you like people to find you? What do okay. you have? Promote, you promote, me, promote. Yeah, you can find me on my website, coleyaziza.com, where you can find out about my music, my shows, if, I'm, if I have any shows coming up. I also have my books on there, my children's, well, children's book. And um, and then I'll have working on the next one. So you can buy that on there. And I'm also on Instagram, Old Soul um, New Day, um, at Old Soul New Day, and on um, Facebook, um, Coley Aziza on Facebook. Um, they, I'm not going to get into that because they still they I've been, I've been having problems changing my name on my mm -hmm. page to Coley Williams. I did say that, and I don't know what that's about, and I don't want to get you know Aziza is actually an African name um and so i don't know if that's the problem i don't know but we, it's okay you can still find me on facebook coley season excellent well thank you guys again for listening this is i think they're all fun but this was particularly fun because it's something that i love and i think it's funny um <laughs> thank you because it's about me no um thank you guys uh thank you lynn thank you coley Yay. as as always keep it easy keep it breezy keep it cheesy bye, bye everybody bye.